Welcome to Burning for Marriage. And I'm one of your hosts, Christina Sage. I just feel like I'm not in love anymore. I feel like I'm just really out of this. I feel out of control. I feel like they just don't do enough for me. Like I'm over here doing all the stuff and they don't even notice me. I feel, I just don't feel like I should have to, you know? Feelings. Feelings get us stuck, don't they? Feelings make us spin. Feelings make us trapped in a mind game that never ends. Feelings, they lie to us. Feelings are temporary. They come and go. Feelings pass. So today I want to talk about feelings. I want to dive in to what feelings are. Most of the world operates and leads with feeling-based decisions, and honestly, rightfully so. No one teaches us any differently, especially if you haven't had the opportunity to learn about Jesus. You may have heard me say this before, but we are three parts. We're made of three parts. We're body, soul, and spirit. Now, we tend to make decisions with just, with just the leading of our body. And what happens is sin takes over. Sin leads us. Sin festers and grows. And before you know it, sin has talked its way into a stronghold. But how did it start? A feeling. He just doesn't pick up the trash. And I feel like he doesn't respect me. And because of, I just don't feel loved, you know? Then that one innocent feeling is bait. Boom. Bait. And if we let it wiggle in our brain without taking it to the cross, the enemy seeds. He seeds strategically. He seeds so strategically that he makes you think that your feelings are the truth even when they go against God's word. God's true and constant word. That's how sneaky and conniving the enemy is. Now feelings are flesh-led. We lead with our body. Feelings are ebbs and flows. I feel like I don't want to work, but I know that I need to. I feel like I don't want to try today, but I know that if I'm not praying, who is? (laughs) I feel like forfeiting, but I know God has big plans. So are you trapped in your feelings? Here are a few things that I needed to talk through with myself when I have to discern if if I'm leading with my body and my feelings or if I'm leading with my spirit and discernment. So number one, you are surrounded by selfishness versus being a servant. Number two, you make decisions based on keeping control instead of allowing to be out of control. Number three, you don't feel like you need anyone's forgiveness and you don't need to give anyone forgiveness either. Number four, you feel right and feel the need to prove it to whomever questions you. Number five, You see only one tunnel and one exit point. Number six, your choices are all about you and not about Jesus. But if you heard that list and you're like, Christina, I don't really know what to do with that. We all fall short and we get trapped in our feelings. We all do. We are human and God gave us free will and he gave us emotions. But if you lead with your flesh, you will continue to be surrounded by fleshly outcomes. And those outcomes wear on you. You might be okay now. You try to outrun it. You try to dive the punches, but eventually, eventually you are sitting across the table from the enemy and then you realize the enemy grinned at you the entire time as you surrender to a life of shackles 
versus a life of freedom with Jesus. If you're here right now, whether in your marriage, relationship, with your spouse, don't fret. You are not alone. You're not alone at all. This was me, and to be honest, I fight this on the hour. Let's talk about that spirit that lives inside of you and me, because we are born-again believers. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. That's Galatians 2.20. I love this verse. This verse is what I like to refer to as a power verse, a power statement, a remembrance that you are not your own. When you die to yourself, you are crucified with Christ, and you give Christ permission to fully live through you. If you choose not to do this, then God cannot live out the full expression of Christ in your life. For him to do that, you must first step out of the way, which is just another example of what it means to be crucified with Christ. This requires not just surrender once, but every day, guys, every day, and sometimes on the hour. This surrender requires a commitment to do what God says is in his word, even when everything in the fabric of your nature wants to go in a different direction even when you don't feel like saying you love them, even when you don't feel like sitting across for them, even when you don't feel like praying, but you do it. You know that God is calling you to do something. And if you were to do this other thing, you know it would be a feeling, not acting in your spirit. So what happens is if we don't feed our spirit, our flesh and feelings lead But once we start to feed our spirit, once we start to immerse ourselves with the words, sermons, and a community of believers, we get closer and closer to bits and pieces of God's vision, and the Holy Spirit will guide you through the steps ahead. He will. You get to a point when you know something is from from God and something isn't. You get to a point where you know and can see the enemy before he even sees you. Your spirit eye is open, and you see when the enemy is trying to throw punches at you. You get to a point where you can discern who is for you and who is against you. You get to a point where you recognize how to decrease yourself and increase more and more of Jesus. And you might think, well, how do I even do that? I'm not human. I'm human, not Jesus. But girl, hubbies, Jesus lives within you. You've been crucified with him, which means you can lead with your spirit if you quiet your flesh. So shut your flesh down. How do you do that? Who has your ear? Is it a group of your worldly friends? Is it a group of unbelievers? Is it music? What are you feeding your spirit with? Is it a community of believers? If you want to see if you are walking in the spirit, look at the fruit around you. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. That's John 15, too. My steps are loaded by the Lord. My steps need to be loaded by the Lord. My steps in my marriage, with my husband, in my relationships, in my workplace, they need to be loaded by the Lord. If I don't, then I grow weary. I get weak, and I get caught up in my feelings instead of leading with my spirit, leading with discernment, leaning in and being sensitive to what God is discerning for me and to me and with me. 1 Corinthians 2, 12 through 15 says, What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. 
He has freely given us that. So where are you getting your wisdom? For your marriage, for your circumstances, the world, or God? Rest with that. Sit with that. Pray on that. I had to rest, sit, and pray with that. And sometimes I have to do that by the hour because that's how tricky the enemy can be. But trust God. Surrender and ask the Holy Spirit to lead you, and he will. Discernment is how we know what is good and what is evil based on God's word, not based on what we feel or are told by the world. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I stand in the gap and I intercede for you and your marriage. I am praying for a marriage that is led by the spirit, not by the flesh. I am praying that your marriage is not operating in feeling, but discernment. I am praying that your marriage is showered with unconditional love that Jesus freely provides for all of us by simply asking. Remember, Jesus is in the fire with you and your marriage. You are not alone. Until next time, I'll chat with you then. Thanks for listening.